1: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Someone once said, you'll die if you worry, you'll die if you don't. So why worry? If only it was that simple. If only we could stop worrying by just snapping out of it, or through sheer willpower. And yet it is possible to win over worry. The Bible has much to say about the subject, and also gives us much practical advice. Now, ultimately, it becomes an issue of trust. The thing about trust, though, is that it's not a vague, nebulous thing. We don't trust in trust. God gives us solid truths that are backed by His character and centuries of testimony from the saints of God. And that's why David said, I will trust and not be afraid. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: Now, we've seen that the Bible is so up to date on this subject that the advice Jesus gave thousands of years ago is just as relevant and effective today as what it was back then. He's obviously practiced what Ken has been sharing with us this week. That whilst you can't control your emotions directly, you can control them indirectly by your thoughts. Change the way you think and you will change the way you feel. And Welcome, Ken. Would you like to recap on what we've looked at so far this week? Yeah, well,
1: Jesus has been helping us, hasn't he, to renew our minds in in this area of worry. And the first thing he said to us is that, look, God has given us our life, so don't you think he's going to look after it? Don't you think he's going to sustain it? It's an argument from the greater to the lesser. Mm. Trust him to look after that which he's given to us. The second thing he said is just look around, look at the birds, Uh, look at the trees. Uh, They live, they keep on Bearing fruit, they keep on bubbling over with life. Uh, your heavenly Father looks after them. Don't you think he's going to look after you? And of course he will. Now, the third thing he said, and we're going to look at that right now, is this. He, he said, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? In other words, worry can't change your circumstances. I mean, we can't increase our height by worrying about it, by saying, oh, I just hope I grow another inch that will do nothing. We can't increase the length of our life by worrying about things. In fact, if anything, we'll that shorten it our short, lives yeah. by worrying. It. So, so why worry? You know, be, I mean, let's look at it logically. It's not going to actually produce any good. But then the thing after that that he says is also learn from the flowers. You know, we talked about learning from the birds, learning from the trees, learn from the flowers. He says, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They neither toil nor spin. yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Now, you think about... Solomon and all his glory. Remember, was it the Queen of Sheba traveled all that distance? She'd heard about this magnificence of his kingdom and the glory. And when she got there, she said, wow, half of it was not told me. You know, you go inside, there's all this color, this great array of uh, uh, gold and silver. is a palace of cedar wood overlaid with gold and uh, precious stones and so on. And yet Jesus said, one lily outshines even that splendor because it's a natural glory, you know. And apparently there were these scarlet poppies which bloomed on the hillsides of Israel when Jesus was alive, you know, and uh, on earth. And, and, of course, in their lifetime, they were clothed with a beauty which would, would have been breathtaking. To go out on these hills and see them just absolutely carpeted with these lilies would have been just breathtaking, you know. But the thing about them is they didn't last long. They were here today, gone tomorrow. They quickly died. They, they dried up. And actually when they dried up, uh, what they would do is they would gather them together and use them as fuel. Some of the ladies, when they were baking and they wanted just a bit of instant heat, they would gather a lot of this dried up, um, you know, these lilies that are dried out and just throw them into the fire and whoosh, you know, it just give a bit of a, a burst of uh, heat and flame. And uh, uh, um, that's the life of a lily here today, thrown in the fire tomorrow. And Jesus says, how much more is God going to look after you? You've got an incredible Eternal purpose and destiny. Mm. You know, you've got a future. You've got a long longevity of life here, but also an eternal future. Isn't God going to take
0: more of an interest in you and I? Mm, and I'm sure Jesus didn't speak the words in, in this fashion, but sometimes I think of him being a bit frustrated, you know, where he's saying, Oh, you people, you just don't get it. Um, can't you see that, you know, this is how it is? And in fact, he even ended it there saying, Oh, ye of little faith, you know, is, where does faith come into this? Yeah, well, faith, of course, is what connects us with God. And and I think that's the point he was making
1: because he went on to say that, you know, after these things, the Gentiles seek, you know, what should we drink today? What should we eat today? What we are going to wear, you know, and and how are we going to make ends meet? That's how the Gentiles speak. Why? Because they don't have a heavenly father uh, like you and I do. Mm. I I heard this uh, beautiful old poem. I don't know if you've heard it before It goes like this, Said the robin to the sparrow, I would really like to know why these anxious human beings rush around and worry so. Said the sparrow to the robin, Friend, I think that it must be that they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. Mm. And, uh, you know, we can understand and even justify the the unsaved worrying. Uh, But, of course, we are a people of faith. We are the children of God. We have resources that they don't have. They have to work things out themselves. But we have a Heavenly Father who cares about us and who's promised to meet all our needs according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus, you know? We can just sometimes forget that though. Exactly. Exactly. And in fact, actually, this word worry, this word worry in the Greek, it's a translation of the word merizo in the Greek. And it actually means to draw in opposite directions. Look, if I was to take a piece of paper right now and just tear it in half, that would be the meaning of the word worry in the Greek. Mm. So what I think Jesus was saying there is this, that, okay, you've been used to, like the Gentiles, like the unsaved, if you like, uh, trying to deal with life purely on the basis of your resources. You've got to work everything out yourself. Okay, now you're a child of God. You live in dependence upon God. But you hop from one foot to another. We go back to this old behavior, this old way of thinking, mm. and we're torn in two parts. You know, we, 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 we go back to this learned behavior that we've carried over into the Christian life of we've got to sort it all out. We've got to work it all out. We're going to make things happen. We've got to do it our way, uh, to living independence and trust and confidence in God. And, and that's
0: what he was saying when he used this word worry is you're t- torn apart, aren't you? It comes back to that verse that we mentioned uh, a couple of days ago, that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yeah. And, you know, it's God doing that in our life that you, you, you can't, as much as you would like to try, you can't say, right, I'm going to renew my mind today. Yeah. But but God does it in us and he comes through studying his word and hanging around with God, really. It's a process, isn't it? And, and
1: it doesn't happen overnight, but we do learn Many beautiful promises. We learn many principles, uh, many truths from the Word of God that set us free from these old patterns of anxiety and worry. And it's so and, easy to fall back in that because that's yeah, the familiar ground. That's right. And uh, you know, I, I think also hanging around Christians, uh, you know, being in fellowship, learning the walk of others and the testimony of others, hearing those things mm. are a great strength to us and encouragement as we see the way that others have had to learn to be set free from these old thinking patterns that have held them in bondage and, and have
0: learned to put their trust and lean upon God, we learn to walk that way as well, you know. Yeah, it takes that conscious decision that you're actually going to give those things uh, over to God and let Him take care of the worry. And I think that actually is a, um, a liberating thing in itself when you say, I'm going to give this to God. It's not my problem. It's His. Yeah, and I think also we've got, um, you know, we talked about the, the testimony of those around
1: us. We've got the testimony of those in the Word of God, you know, uh, the psalmist and, you know, the, the apostles and uh, other believers all the way down through the ages who, who had to really come to that crisis point of, you know, am I going to fret, am I going to worry, am I going to hmm. despair over this situation, or am I really going to put my life in the hands of God and rest in the fact that he is going to care for me. He's going to bring me through. He might not do things the way that I want him to, but he has got my life in his loving care
0: and under his control. And a great passage of scripture to read to give you that shot of encouragement really is the hall of faith Yeah, uh, that goes through the story. Is it uh, Romans? Uh, Hebrews 11. Hebrews, there we go. Yeah. Hebrews 11. Sorry, there we go. Uh, read that. It's a real shot of encouragement. Good advice this week on winning over worry. We'll have more for you tomorrow. And until then, remember you don't have to carry that baggage because God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg, including the book What's Eating You, which features topics from today's message, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.